Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at Fisher homes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search that's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood average price range and more it lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you Homes.com. We've done your homework. iPod Favor with Alexia Napola and Marisol Patton, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hola. Hi, guys. How's everyone? So Marisol will not be with me here today because she's having a fabulous time on a cruise with her hubby in Europe. She's actually renewing her vows, Peter. Hi, <laughs> por favor, Marisol. Did you hear that? But we're missing you, and um, it's not going to be the same without you. Peter will try to fill in for you, and it's going to be a lot of fun because I've actually never co-hosted with my son, Peter. I've never done a podcast with him. So vamos a ver. Let's see how it goes for us. You guys be the judge of it. I hope you like it. I think that a good question to start off would be, what do you think is the best piece of advice that I've ever given you? I wish I would have taken all of your advice, but unfortunately, that's not how it works. You know, I've had to, you know, go through a lot of hardships and you learn, unfortunately, but I always had your little voice in my head like, don't do that, Peter. You have it in English or in Spanish? Both. <laughs> Spanglish. Right. So you always guided me in the right direction, even though my actions never, you know, really matched with it but as the years have progressed and everything i'm very grateful for your advice i know you only meant the best and stuff 
<laughs> right. Well, I think as a mom, right, and especially being Latina, I feel that we're always giving advice. And, you know, whether you take it or not, it's just about you listening and then realizing, you know, I realize also that you have to go through it yourself because I actually had to do the same thing. My mom gave me a lot of advice that I didn't take at the time. And after looking back, I was like, oops, like I wish I would have listened to my mom. And I can think of like one thing, you know, specifically like my mom, well, you know, abuelita, your mom, you know, and my mom, which is your abuela, would always tell me, tú te puedes casar y divorciarte as many times as you want. Like you can get married and divorce as many times as you want. Thank you for finishing I this sentence. <laughs> okay, so you even remember my mom's advice. Oh, I got that advice already too. Oh, you. Of course. <laughs> but you see it, so it's sinking in because you know what? I like who you married. So you can have and you didn't have children. So basically, <laughs> Peter's just finishing the line. So you can get married and divorce as many times as you like, even though we would like it to be one. But who you have children changes your entire life. And there will be part of your life for the your entire life. And um, I think that we know that because, you know, your father still plays, you know, a big um, role, you know, in our lives. So like we said, that was one of the advices that I think of my mom all the time. And it's true. You know, you it's somebody when you have children, it really changes your life. And you really you adopt him and his family as your family as well. And well, I'm glad the best advice that worked out for you, you'd say. Well, well I, I, I didn't take it. I married your dad, but in a good way, because look, I have yeah. two beautiful children. Yeah, I have you and your brother, you know, and that's how I see it. It's it's actually like how you see things, right? You can see things however you want to see Correct. them. She might have seen it in a bad way, but. No, I don't think she's. Different. Right. I mean, you know? No, because, you know, we worry about, right, which is like where I worry about with you two now. It's like, you know, oh, yes, you're super in love and you get married and blah, blah, blah. But then you have kids. And it's really forever. Like your relationship might not work out, but once there's children involved, everything changes. And I think that that's, you know, a very good advice, you know, but again, you never, I never took it. You know, it's kind of like, oh, you know, I'm in love. I'm still going to get married. I'm still going to have kids and whatever. But, you know, at the end, it's kind of like, you know, you pay for everything, like, you know, and you learn from it. It's really not in a way, like I know back then, you know, the parents used to say that like, oh, you know, like you're going to pay for it. But, you know, I like to see it like a life lesson. You know, and you learn from it. And I think that you you do listen to my advice. And yeah. maybe not at the moment, right when I tell you, but I feel like, you know, it's it's somewhere in there and it's like it sinks in. And I think in the in, you know, in the last year, for example, you've been listening to it. You know, we have a small, close, tight family, so I don't just take it as advice. I take it as everything speaking to you to some, you know, right, like a friend. I think that we're life. like in a relationship now, you know, where you're obviously older. Yeah. So we're like, we're friends and I give you advice, yeah. you know, not only as your mother, but like as a friend, as a woman, like somebody. Yeah, that's, she doesn't sit me down on the couch and be like, Peter, da, 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 da. no, we talk, we go to lunch. It's mm-hmm. completely different. Right. Like, the dynamics are, have obviously changed Yeah. because with age and maturity and, you know, we, We've established that my mom, you know, so my mom was a psychiatrist and you know that Peter, we miss her so much because my mom was so therapeutic. Like she would be talking and giving us advice and therapy without us even realizing it. So we literally had like a free psychiatrist the whole time, you know, giving us, giving us advice. But even my mom as, as a psychiatrist knew that even though people paid her to give her such good advice, she would give it to me for free and I wouldn't take it. 
So what's the moral of the story that we have to go through like our own life lessons and learn from it ourselves? So that was my mom. So my dad, for example, my dad would always tell me que tenía que tener un título. Like I had to have a degree no matter what. I had to graduate, you know, from college and I had to have a degree because a degree was so important. So my dad always really reiterated the fact that a woman must have a career and be self-sufficient. And, um, and that would really be, you know, life-changing. And you never knew, you know, because obviously back then, you know, your parents always wanted to, for you to be married forever, but really not as, as a career. You know, they wanted to, even if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and a housewife, you still have to have a degree and something to fall on. So I think that's the best advice that my dad gave me. And, um, and I totally took it. I regret not going to law school because my father passed away. And, um, and I was accepted into law school and everything. But I had the conflict that I didn't know if I wanted to, you know, be an attorney and work all these hours and maybe not spend as much time with my kids. So I just decided to get my master's in special ed and have a career where I can, you know, take my kids to school in the morning, spend more time with them, have summers off. So that was a personal decision. But my my father always the best advice was like, you have to go to school and have a degree. Which I also told you, I feel like all the advice that that Abuela Nancy and my dad gave me. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure I'll give some of it to my kids one day. (laughs) I hope so. I hope so. Because, you know, all we as parents do is, you know, we try to protect you and, and save you. And um, and I think especially us like Latina moms, I think we're a little bit more aggressive. overbearing, <laughs> aggressive, what in the delivery or in the advice. Right. We're very yeah. passionate, you yeah. know, yeah. Yeah. and I think that and that it shows. I have some of the questions that um, that I feel like, you know, some of the people listening to us and that have been watching you, you know, and been watching me, you know, on TV, on The Housewives. Yeah and have been watching you since you were a young boy, every teen experiences growing pains. But do you resent the fact, I think we've talked about this, like you and I sometimes, do you resent the fact that you had to grow up on national TV? Because honestly, it was something I wanted to do. And you were still a young boy. And I never really asked you and your brother. I kind of did. I said, oh, you guys want to be on this show? I was casting for a show. And I was the one that recommended it to you. Like, hey, Well, go. you told me about it. Mm-hmm. And I already knew what all of that entailed. And I was already casting, doing a casting for a TV show. And I knew everything that was going to come with that. So since the beginning, I honestly never had a problem. And I had to model and be in front of the camera and commercials, editorial, all this stuff. So it really... It made no difference to me, mm-hmm. honestly. Right. No, you were pretty comfortable with it. You know, I think also, though, you were really young and you didn't know. I remember when this talk came about the show, my concern was that it was going to open our lives to be so public. And with that, a lot of things from maybe our past or our family's past was going to come out. And since I had always raised you in a way to protect you from all that, I said, well, maybe now is the time to have the conversation with you and tell you a few things you didn't know about our family because I was afraid that it was going to come out. So that's what was holding me back. But truthfully, you know, I never asked you or your brother. Your brother was only 13 years old whether, you know, it was okay. And I mean, not that at that age you would have really, you know, had like 
power over me. But I think if you both would have said, no, like we hate it, we don't want to be part of this, then maybe I, I wouldn't have done it. But, um, you know, because already as growing up as teenagers, it's tough to be on a show like that. You know, and sometimes I feel like, well, you know, you don't resent I, me. I feel That's like what I want to know. Frank, you're just different breed and honestly it doesn't matter he loved it he was young and he loved dressing up he yeah he was like yeah i'm on a tv show what's up yeah so he still loves it by the way and frankie's a favorite he's always been like that kid that loved the camera that you know that loved people that loved expressing himself and yeah i mean i thought it was fun to be honest i I got, I mean, it's a great pl platform. So whatever you're doing, whether it was music, modeling, baseball, whatever it was, I, I saw it as something cool. There's some kids that get nervous or this. What are they going to think? Oh, I didn't. Me and Frankie were just like, we're just not like that. And right. we were, could have been anything. TV yeah. show. And I mean, I, I felt the same. And as a parent, I did it. It you was, know, thinking it was going to be something good and positive for both of you. And I think as a parent, you know, as long as you, when you make the decisions, it's all, that's always, you know, something positive about it. That's, that's why I did it. I thought it was going to be something good for our family. And yeah. for us, like you said, you know, you were an athlete, you were modeling, you know, I thought it was going to be a great platform for you and your brother, the same, your brother liked to sing and, and perform and do all that kind of stuff. So I, really did it for those reasons. I had the magazine at the time. I thought it was a great um, platform as well. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't always turn out that way, right? And sometimes, like everything in life, there's pros and there's cons. Yeah, I mean, the only ones that are opposed to doing the show always are the husbands, and I think we all know that. But, I mean... As a, as a child, as a teenager, you were okay with it. It's not like my mom made me do it. No, I mean, eventually, you know, it kind of gets annoying. Oh, housewives. Oh, Lexi's son. Da, 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 da. So after a while, you know, kind of gets annoying. But that it comes with it. You know, your pros and cons. Any little thing you do, you know, you have to double think what you're right. doing and what you post and all that. And I definitely made mistakes when I was younger. And I didn't think about any of that. And that was definitely difficult for me. And it took me a while to kind of like grow up and, you know, get some sense into my head. But, um, you know, so I would say that was the most difficult part for sure. And then as life starts to get more serious and intense and problems come about, those problems become public. So, you know all the worst things like that kind of just like right. intensifies it a lot more people come up to you know and something oh Lex how are you feeling you know it's it's yeah. a lot but it makes you stronger and I feel like once you persevere and you're able to go through that people see that and there's people out there that need to hear that or are in similar situations so but it's something as a mom that I've always like thought too like well maybe if I wouldn't have done this show like you know your <laughs> lessons wouldn't have been so public or maybe those things wouldn't have even happened, you know, as a result of the show and as a result of our family being more public, sometimes they kind of like pick on us or like, you know, they make things worse instead of better. And I think that that's why it's so easy for me to talk on these topics that we're going to talk about today, as far as, you know, Haley Bieber and um, Jonah Hill and the other things we're going to talk about today, because, you know, all these people are growing up in the public eye and now with social media, there's no secrets and everybody's just like made it a point 
to be oversharing and to, you know, take all their personal lives, you know, onto social media. You know, at least they pay us for it. No, I'm kidding, but it's true. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I, I feel like if you want to be like, if you want to be so public about it, then just have a reality show, I right? Think, I don't know, but like, it's ridiculous when you see all these successful, happy people, whatever, and they want to just post it on Instagram and all this right. stuff. Well, I think funny all- about our family, now that you say that, is that, for example, one, our reality show, but we're, I'm pretty, I'm pretty private when it comes to like social media and Instagram. I post the minimal and, um, and we're going to be talking about that today, you know, as far as the, the other topics we're going to talk about. And people are like, oh, but you're so open, like on your show when you're on a reality show. And like, why don't you like post more on social media? And I said, because I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. And I mean, I think a lot of the, the social media now is like is, is a fraud and it's fake. And I've spoken to Marisol about this and, and other times we've done the podcast. And it's something that I'm not comfortable about. Yeah, you put the camera in front of me, like when we're doing the show, and I'm so genuine and transparent and just, you know, and just honest. And that's a different, you know, a different platform, or I guess, you know, than um, than social media. So that, that I've always wanted to ask you that. I know we've talked about it sometimes before, but I just want to make sure that you don't resent me. I know when sometimes in your life that things have happened to you in a way you're like, mom, that's because... I was on the show with you. Oh, and yeah. If I wasn't on the show, you, I mean, uh, I probably would have... Not gotten that kind of attention. And usually, by the way, it's negative attention, right? Because nobody wants to read about or hear about how great you're doing in life and how successful you are and yeah. how, you know, people just like to hear, like, the bad news, unfortunately. That's what it is, right? You grow yeah. thick skin and, you know, and and like you said, you know, through pain and life lessons and maturity and all that you just you know you you it's growth i mean like that's what happens and you've been doing this for a long time so it's kind of like okay so okay who cares what else i mean you know it's yeah. just like you know you handle it pretty well never die you do <sighs> yeah some people don't believe me and there's some like you know older people that don't handle it very well just our family history you think a reality tv show is gonna make me flinch okay I mean, it's just Right. Well, my life has been like a telenovela, so so we know that it is. Right. Now it's on TV, so I think you you have a lot of stories, not stories, but a lot of insight to give to people. And if it wasn't for the show, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't. Right. Be possible. Right. So with that, you take the good and the bad, and that's like what I say. Okay. Well, no, you know, I'm sharing my life, and I'm being vulnerable, and I'm opening up my life. And, you know, different things that I've gone through in my life. And hopefully I can inspire people and help people. And that's why I do it. And, you know, when, when I don't have that story anymore, nothing good to offer, then, you know, I'm just, I guess it'll be the time that I won't do it anymore. Because, you know, I feel like I have a responsibility as a public person to, to do that, you know, and that's like what I try to tell you too. So my social media is very like boring. It's just like, whatever. I don't really care for it. And I tell you too, you know, to post as little because, you know, unfortunately people only want to make a comment, like something mean and bad. I'm like, and I've always had the rule. If you have nothing to say nice, then don't say it. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, 
When things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I have another question for you. Like, I don't even know if I've ever asked you this. Do you, what, what was your reaction 
now that we're talking about a little bit about everything, what was your reaction when you saw Cocaine Cowboys? We were always trying to like get the, when I say we as me and my dad, and I was really the only one that supported it. My mom support, uh, will always support him, you know? Well, I don't I know about the story. Well, I don't, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we can get into that after. You just happened to be part of it. So, right. but, um, so basically. No, I'm just saying, like, how did you feel when you saw that? Because you're, we're talking about, about youth growing up as a teenager on national TV, but then now your father comes out on Netflix without anybody knowing, by the way, when I saw the trailer with myself in it, I dropped to the floor. So how did you feel? Uh, what was your reaction when you saw Cocaine Cowboys? Zero reaction. Really? Because since high school, oh, your dad, Peter, your dad is the Cocaine Cowboy. Since ninth grade, it's been like this. Really? So it came out. Everyone already knew, oh, it's Peter's dad. Oh, they already knew half of the stories, you know? Right, but how did you feel seeing like your... The only your- thing that made me feel a different type of way was finding out all these stories and putting all these like puzzle pieces together that were like not there. I had all these questions in my head when I grew up. Why did I go to Spain? Why was I here? Why did we move here? Why why wasn't my dad at my baseball games? Why was, you know, so all these things I just didn't understand while growing up and I would see like other families and this and that. And I was like, I was just confused. I always told you that your dad was in school. <laughs> he was like in a 10-year program in college. No, five-year program. Yeah. And then I, I start like, so little by little watching it, you know, I start to hear all these stories and I'm like, WTF. And uh, basically. But were you ashamed? Like, for example, I was like. Like I've said this before, like I was ashamed before about that story, about, you know, about many things in my life have been ashamed. And I think being on my reality show has helped me talk about a lot of things that I felt uncomfortable and ashamed about before, you know, in my family and about decisions that I had made and how I had lived my life. But now, and after your brother's accident that I started writing my book, which is not finished, by the way, when I started writing things down it was therapeutic and actually felt better and i said wow i'm like a badass i've gone through like all these things in my life and i've gone back up and i've come come back even stronger and i've been a great mom and and doing good and being good you know and i was just kind of like a victim of falling in love with somebody that happened to have that life which by the way i didn't know about it i i to me a lot of that stuff was new too i was like what a lot of people come up to me. They're like, hey, your dad's a gangster. But you know who the real gangster is? Your mother. And I'm like, thank I you. I guess, but yeah, I don't really consider myself that. But I want to wait out. I'm a gangster, but you're real and you held it down. And yeah, I people, did. People really took that into account and noticed that, you know. And Yeah, I'm always going to hold it down. And even when things are terrible, like, yo me pongo, mira, la sonrisa en la cara. You see a smile. Put on my red lipstick and I go out there and I figure it out. And, you know, and, yeah. and I fight for everything yeah. I have because that's, that's how it yeah. is. You know, you have but, to do that. That was another advice my, my, my parents gave me, but I was never you, see, never let people yeah. see what you're going through. You go through it on your own. You put that smile on your face and you go out there and you do what you have to do. Yeah. But, uh, we were always pushing, waiting for someone to pick up the project. So as soon as it happened, it was like a dream come true. And we were, 
ready to go. Well, full I mean, I think steam. it was. I thought it was important for him to say side of the story. I didn't like that he didn't get paid for it, or that you know, yeah, it took advantage yeah. that way. Um, again, him being you know, what else or whatever. But you know, I've always like I wanted to ask you that. Like, how do you feel? Like, you know, we're besides that. You know, we're on this reality TV show, and then your dad, you know, has um, yeah, he's on Netflix, a, a docu series, you know, on Netflix. So it's like, okay, like, you know, not pobrecito Peter, you know, because you know your mom and dad, you know, this, but you know, like, I want to see how how you felt. So you're you're good with it. You're even though there's terrible things that I wish never happened, but right, another day, it's your family and it's your blood, and they love you no matter what. And right. some well, of those you decisions. Should, you should love your father, you know, unconditionally, you know, that, that, that's what it is, but we're not, that's not the conversation. I just wanted to know how <laughs> you felt when you saw, I was surprised because this was something that he talked about and that I went and I did an interview kind of to like support. They wanted to interview me and I said, of course, I'll do anything to help you out. Why not? And they asked me some questions and then seven, eight, nine years later, it's on, uh, it's a Netflix yeah. So like for me, and it was kind of like at the same time that our show had come back season four. So I was like, okay, I, I wasn't waiting for this or expecting this. But then again, you know, yeah, neither my life is like that. So that's fine. No, it was. The reason why I say I was really happy is because finally something paid off for him. Because a lot of times people never have that chance, yeah. never have that, that opportunity. So I'm happy for him that he got to say his and story. Yeah. Well, speaking about what we want to know about. Do you want to know anything about Haley Berry? Haley Berry? Wait, no. <laughs> Haley Berry? Haley Bieber, sorry. Mrs. Bieber. Mrs. Bieber. Okay, well, apparently they are acusándola of a thirst trap. If she's doing what? She's posting bikini pics. Like, what do you think that happened? For example, she posted the pic of, like, the little teeny weeny bikini, and then she deleted it, moment, like, instantly. Uh... I would People want to say it's because he's controlling and he made her like take it off. Like, oh yeah, quita eso, you know, like, borra la foto, delete it. Yeah, if she was going Cubano, the story would be completely different. Pero, wait, no, he's with a Canadian, a Canadian le dijo lo mismo. Yeah. But you know, I don't want to think that. I don't want to think, why are we always blaming other people? So why are we blaming Justin Bieber for telling her, like, take it off, take it down because he's controlling? You know, sometimes, you know, maybe she had a shot or she had like too much to drink and she was feeling some sort of way. So she posted like, you know, that, that picture and then she's like, and then you're feeling like insecure and you're like, oh, let me delete it. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's how, that's how I want to see it. But I feel like la gente, like they're always looking for a problem. They're like, oh, he's, it's, you know, it's Justin Bieber that like, he's so controlling and he made her take it out, take it down. I mean, I feel like Kaylee Beavers had it really difficult as far as being married to Justin because I felt like everybody loved Selena Gomez so much. Como que she was never going to like be Selena and she was never going to get receive that love that everyone had with Selena and Justin when they were together. I mean, they were always in the friend group between like Kendall, Justin dated Kendall. He's he slept with all of her friends and ended up marrying Haley. And they ask her, hey, does right. that bother and you? Mi mi todo el mundo. <laughs> that's what I always say. I've never heard that one. Oh, well, we say it. Okay. Here in Miami, that's what I, why I say my friend group. Okay, well, I don't want to hear it. But, but that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. But again, you know, I think that, you know, that she's young. She's a model. This is what she does. You can have a change of heart, a change of, you know, the moment and you're like, oh shit, like I shouldn't have posted that. Let me delete it. 
But I don't want to think that it's because he's controlling. Yeah. You know, and I feel like she has a lot of pressure. Like all her friends are like posting half naked pictures. You know what I mean? Even like Selena Gomez was was like posting pictures of like her boobs. So it's kind of like, you know what? Me, all my friends are doing the same thing that are my age. So let me be a little bit more provocative. Yeah, I don't know. I just think we should just get rid of Instagram. Truthfully, I would give it up right now. Can anybody come just shut down the whole thing? No, I don't need it. You know, I think it's like a lot of these girls need the validation. You know, a lot of people on social media, that's what they're looking for. That's validation. Get get it get Haley. What do you think they're gonna tell Haley? Oh my god, you're so hot. Oh my god, the emoji, the fire. No, it's how many privileged girls that go to good schools, fan uh, come from good families, they have all the connections, they could do whatever they want, but nothing makes them feel better than looking like Una. But really, I well, you know, it's a very sad thing. For me, it's a very sad thing. And um, instead of coming out with more apps and more stuff like that, they need to find a way to just, like, <laughs> shut them all down because no boil. I can't. Like, honestly, it just makes me like very sad. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home. 
When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock Technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So, of course, I follow Sofia Vergara. And um, Sofia and Joe are going their separate ways. Ay, que tristeza. You know, is it a seven-year itch? I think, entonces, are we agreeing that the seven-year itch exists? Bueno, between Sofia and Joe, it obviously did, because they are announcing that they are separating. I did find it strange, though, and you see that's where people are looking at. The fact that he said, you know, Feliz cumpleaños, Sofia, and the picture was a blurred picture. That's kind of like a oh, sign. I didn't see the picture. I didn't see the picture either, but now I'm looking at it and it's like blurred, blurry. It's kind of like it was in the past. It's kind of like an indication. Oh, yeah, he knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Well, look at Shakira with Jimmy Butler now. So who knows what Oh, mentira, Shakira. I love talking about Shakira. Her and Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. came with some news today, mijo. Yes, mama. Sí. And, Me encanta. Uh, uh, yeah, so let's see what, what Sophie gets gets into, you know. Sophie? It's a different, different yeah. point in her life, you know. So. Yeah, listen, I'm very happy for Shakira. I talk about her here all the time because we love her, and I love that she moved to Miami yeah. and that she's, um, you know, dating different people. Yeah. Because you know what? I mean, it, it's important, you know, as a woman, especially I feel like women, I mean, I, in this case, I don't know if Sofia de Joao or Joe de Joao Sofia or was something mutual. We don't have any information at this point. But with Shakira, it was like her husband was cheated on her. So, you know, I haven't been in that case, even though people think I have. It was different. And it was with a different sex. So <laughs> that doesn't count. Very, very, different. very different. And I prefer it that way, by the way. So, um, but in this case, do not, you don't know who left who. And sometimes that makes a difference. A lot of times I want to say it makes a difference because, you know, you feel as a woman, you feel like you feel bad about yourself. You know, your self-esteem is affected. And even though you're a mega superstar like Shakira and you're beautiful and you have a great body and you can sing and, and you have everything else going for you, it makes you feel bad about yourself when a man that you never expected yeah. that you love does that, you know, it, it's a betrayal. And it's uh, between her and Jimmy, it's a 13-year difference. Uh, she likes them young. I like that. 
Ah, mamacita likes the young, the mm, young Jimmy ones. Jimmy likes the la, 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 Latina. La, la, claro, si las Latina or everything. They were saying that when Shakira went to the game, like that's when Jimmy started to play bad. Game three against Boston. Oh my god! So now there's like all these people in Miami, like ah Shakira, yeah, she went to the game. Shakira no puede ir a los juegos. <laughs> Eliminada. We're eliminating you because Miami Heat has to win. When the playoffs come. I'm sorry, my love. You Shakira, can't. you can come to my house. We can watch together here. We'll be rooting for Jimmy and Teo después. Oh my God, how much fun! But you know what? So you know, some people are happy, like Shakira and Jimmy, yeah. but then some other people are sad, like Sofia and Joe, because no matter what, a breakup is always very sad. Hopefully, it's amicable. Maybe, maybe they could get back together. Look together. at Sylvester Stallone and and Jennifer Plum. They went back together. No, Sofia has a son, Manolo. I think he's 31 or 32, right. like you, mm -hmm. uh, from her previous husband. Uh, now, actually, she never married him, I think, but this is the father of her son. And um, and with Joe, she has no kids. Maybe that was the problem. You guys should have had kids because they don't Who have kids. Me? Joe and Sophia don't have kids. But bueno, regardless, I, I wish them the best. How do you feel about what's going on with um, with Jonah and, and Sarah? I know that she claims that Jonah Hill is a misogynist. And for, how do you say that in Spanish? No, sé. no not a masoquista. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like masoquista, but Maybe that would be a masochist. But no, this is a misogynist. Someone I'm called me that recently. So. Well, a masoquista. Oh, the, the land people love to say that. Yeah. Que todos los hombres son los masoquistas. Yeah. Y las mujeres también, by the way. Anyways, <laughs> but a misogynist is a person who dislikes or despises um, or strongly prejudiced against women. I mean, I think that's like really hard words, you know, what she was calling Jonah, where again, she's just showing um, what, what Sarah, what his ex-girlfriend is trying to show is his text. And his text is stating that he has boundaries. So, you know, he's trying to establish the boundaries in his relationship with Sarah. The fact that she would go publicly on her Instagram and take a screenshot of it and put something that was so personal between her and Jonah, which was her boyfriend at the time, I found that really rude, disrespectful, and immature. Definitely. I mean, you're young and way younger than me, but how do you feel about that? that um, to me, it has no words. I mean, I can't just believe that somebody could do that. Like, that should not even be allowed. First of all, that's why I thought Jonah Hill was in the right at first, because I saw her post this and his text about the boundaries, and he was being very, quote-unquote, nice, a little bit passive-aggressive. You mean that text? Yeah, from Jonah to her, because he came off as, hey, these are my boundaries, but they were kind of like, hey, these are my rules. Okay, so I'm going to read one of the texts okay. from Jonah. Plain and simple, if you need the following, surfing with men, boundaryless inappropriate friendships with men, to model, to post pictures of yourself in a bathing suit, to post sexual pictures, friendships with women who are in stable places from your wild recent past beyond getting lunch or coffee or something respectful, I am not the partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partnership. My boundaries with you based on the ways these actions have hurt our trust. Hmm. Okay. okay. So, first of all, I think that she's misusing 
the term boundaries. As a matter of fact, I feel like nowadays in social media, a lot of people are just misusing terms. Like gaslighting. Like I tell you something you don't like. Oh, you're you're gaslighting me. Yeah. I mean, even in my friend group, by the way, I feel like all these girls are always like, you know, inappropriately using the terms. So, I mean, boundaries, I think, are very important in, in any kind of relationship. You know, whether it's husband and wife or like um, family, you know, the family dynamics. I mean, there, there's boundaries and there's reasons why there's boundaries, right? Boundaries in a relationship are kind of like this. They help each person figure out where one person ends and the other begins. In short, boundaries help you define what you're comfortable with and how you would like to be treated by others. It's definitely a conversation that I think all couples and all mature couples have. But boundaries are really not used to tell other people what they can and they cannot do. Because then that would be controlling. Like you can't tell the person you can't do this and you can't do that. Because that could be a little bit like manipulative right. and, and controlling. Those are not boundaries. Those are rules. And that's... Right. But I feel that's like he was very clear in telling her, listen, I, I'm not the guy for you. Like if you want to do all these things, then I can't be in a romantic relationship with you. Right. I mean, obviously she was already a surfer. And I guess if you look at her Instagram, she already took bikini pictures and surfing. And, you know, I think. The biggest problem here is that if you already have those predisposed things in your head, you should not be dating that. Like, you know what I mean? Like if, if I don't want to, you know, I feel like before you get into that relationship. You should already have an idea of what to expect, what you're getting into. Mm -hmm. Can't change someone. Mm -hmm. So if you see what she's doing, this and that upsets then don't you. Don't date her. Don't date her or deal with it and talk about it. But I mean, just for seeing Jonah Hill, I'm going no offense, Jonah Hill, but you seem very insecure the way you act and all these things about the go to the beach with her, surf with her. It's not the end of the world. So I think his insecurity and his boundaries, he really just wants to control her. I Okay, so you do have make a lot of sense what you're saying. Okay, and I'm glad that you're saying something like that, right? Because yeah. I'm more old school, I'm more traditional. And I'm a little bit more mature, obviously. So with my relationships, I mean, there's ways, of course, saying things, right? And I think like writing them down like a to-do list, you know, I think <laughs> that that's really like immature too and controlling and it could come across wrong. But it really bothered me that she goes like on social media to share this. So to me, a relationship is sacred and it's between you and me. It's like between two people. So like to say that publicly like that, well, to post something like that. No one. Did you know who she was before she posted it? No. Well, neither did anyone else. Yeah. And that's why she did it. Right. Well, no, I think that that's the problem here, too. Right. That he's the the well-known and, you know, and the actor and the celebrity there. And then she just happened to be his girlfriend. And this is what she wants. She started getting all this attention when she started dating him. And now she, she wants to take it to another level. And by doing something like that, but you see, this is where I have a problem. Like if you have this kind of a problem, like don't try to make him look bad. Don't try to make yourself look good by making him look bad. You know? And I think a lot yes. of women are really taking advantage of like the woman's empowering thing nowadays. And let me too, this whole movement. And let me tell you something. I'm tremenda feminita. I'm like super like, you know, women, I'm all about women and empowering women and all that. But, you know, I think that a lot of these women are really taking it to a different like level, 
Like, why do you have to do that? Why do you have to put that and then make him look bad? No, you're immature and you're stupid and you're handling this really wrong. And it's really unfair to him because, you know, he has a career. You know, you're trying to picture him in a way. Like a Johnny Depp. Yeah. You're trying to picture him in a way like he's abusive and manipulative and he's affecting your mental health. Are you kidding me? This text is affecting your mental health. Oye, está mal. I mean, how, how could you? How can you take advantage and then the society is like okay with this? Yeah, so they take her side. Because yeah, because she's home, a woman, right? You know? And oh my God, you should like, that should be a flag. That's such a red flag. Like you I need would. to run from a guy like this. Really, you need to run? No, my love. You're going to be in many situations like this where you learn. How, you need to learn how to communicate. And, you know, and I think that he was the mature one telling her, listen, I'm not the guy for you. I support you in every way, but I'm just not, don't want to be in a romantic relationship with somebody that can make me happy. Because you know what? You know what happens, Peter? Because all these things are going to hurt and, and, you know, and disrespect the relationship. So... He's being honest and he's like, listen, if you, you know, this is what I need. If you can give that for me, then good luck with, with your life. Yeah. And that's it. We're good. Yeah. You know, I didn't see it in any negative way, but she decided to turn it into, <gasps> oh, I needed to talk about this because it was affecting my mental health. All these terms that they're using today, oh yeah, there's real mental people with real mental health issues. If I don't have mental health issues, my love, you shouldn't. Exactly. So everybody's different. But what I'm trying to say is that I think a lot of people are abusing, you know, these terms, you know, about mental health and yeah. mental health is a serious thing. And you're going to tell me what a what badass excuse like, oh, I had to do it. I had to I had to share with the entire world, you know, the boundaries you told me because it was affecting my mental health in a negative way. No, you're the negative one. You're trying to make him look bad and look like a negative person when it's really you. So. My question to you is like, how would you have responded or reacted if you had a partner that was making you do the same or similar demands as Jonah Hill? So like, let's say you're dating a girl and then she would tell you like, in order for you to have a romantic relationship with me, you can't do A, B, and C. And X, Y, Z. Definitely. Since always. You've so, had a lot of those women of that course, have told you that? Of course. Uh, tell them que hablen con tu mama. <laughs> Well, first you need to follow. Why do you only follow girls? Okay, do you know this one? Do you know this? They go through every single thing. Well, because it kind of says a lot about you. I know, but like this is, this is years of like Instagram and this and that. Once something gets really serious, then and like sense of like respect. Well, that's timing. Is, that's a, a good then, point too. Then yes, yeah, hundred percent, and that's. I think that Jonah and Sarah were only dating for a year. But I think that after a year, I think it's enough time, right? Where you can tell your partner, 100%. like, you know what? I don't like that you post these pictures. I don't like, I think that's a fair amount of time. Because in the beginning, you sound like a psycho. Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't even know you the don't person. You don't, right. Of course. But I think, like, after a year, there should be, like, this mutual respect, yeah. right? And communication where you can tell your partner, listen, you know, I know you do this, but, like, it, it bothers me a little bit. Now we're in a relationship. And, you know, I feel kind of uncomfortable that you're doing this. And I know you're, like you know, going out with other guys. Cause I mean, when you're like happily in love with somebody, you don't have to be going out with other guys or doing other stuff. I think that there's like, you know, there should be mutual respect. Again, I'm like, what's good for the geese is good for the gander. I'm not saying the man could do it to the woman and the woman. To, I think it's a fair thing. It doesn't is, matter what your is. sex is. It is. But what would you do? You would break up with the girl too. No, you would say you would try to talk to them. It depends like how much 
yeah, we would talk to her. I'd be like, you're right. I don't know any of these girls. Uh-huh. No, you don't know I any don't of know those any uh, of these females. Uh, uh-huh. They just happen to be there. I follow them. Let me go through and I want to follow all of them. Doesn't right. Mean, you would make mean, changes. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything to me. Do I right. care who I follow? Or do I know these? No. Right. I won't follow, I won't follow them. I'll right. follow them all if I have to, if that's right. what makes you but happy. But if you were like a model and you would, you know, post like pictures for, for modeling. That's different. Right. That's if your, it's your that's career. That's your career. That's, for example, Sydney Prado. Mm-hmm. she's your girlfriend what are you gonna tell her hey i don't like those bikini pictures so, so would you go out with somebody like her like that's the question i've had that conversation where you know you date someone that's not used to this whole entertainment lifestyle social media so they're just they see it as something bad they're they see it a completely different way than 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 we do so you know let's say i were to date a girl with 200,000 followers and she does fashion Nova and Celsius and all these things. She makes her money. She has all her little platforms. I'm not going to hate on her for having all that in bikini. You know what? That's what she does. She's not doing it for attention. She's not just doing it for that. That's her job. That's her job. She's an actress. But you would be okay with it. I would be okay with it and okay. I would support it a hundred percent. But now if you're just, you know, Jane from down the street, and you want to post your ass to get 47 right. likes, that's a whole different story. Right. And I'm not okay with that. Again, well, I think that that's why it's very important for anybody that's entering a relationship. And I didn't realize it when I was younger. That was some other advice, actually, um, that my, my mom you know, and dad would give me. You know, when you're young and you're just dating, obviously, at 17 and 18, it's like usually the man you're going to marry or have a family with. But once you're like in a certain time in your life and that uh, you know a certain stage in your life you should be dating the kind of person that's who you want to have a family and a life with so you're not going to be wasting your time 100%. with that so if that's i mean i'm not in jonah's head or heart right now so i don't know if he was looking for like a serious commitment you know to have a family and get married but if he was then you know he figured out it wasn't going to be her but he shouldn't be looking for Correct. that it depends what you know point you are in your life and whether you're trying to settle down whether you just got out of something serious and you just want to enjoy it so you know right now for example for me whoever i end up dating it's long term and i have to see them and you're gonna look at their instagram and please share it with me so i can stalk their instagram because you know there's no time to waste Ay, ay, ay. Um, mm. Ay, por favor. Ay, por favor. Ay, por favor. De bueno, mijo, it's been un placer. It's been so placer. much fun. Te gusta? Te gustó la experiencia? Sí. Did you like the experience? I did. Did I let you talk? Because I know I can talk a lot. I'm yeah, sorry. you go off. But one day I'll have my own podcast. <laughs> and I'll be your guest. <laughs> and you'll probably talk it off the same way. <laughs> okay, bueno, it's been a lot of fun. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, it was my you. pleasure. Te quiero. Te quiero mucho. Te adoro. Y lo que, like, we love you guys too. Thank you for listening. It's yes. been a lot of fun. Yes. I hope you enjoy. Hasta la próxima. Ay, por favor. Ay, por favor. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Ay, por favor podcast. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. Hasta luego. Hasta la próxima.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility.